0: The Lost World Minute, the minute by minute podcast reviewing 997 sequel, Jurassic Park, One Minute Time. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And today we're here to discuss minute 41 of The Lost World. Dave, you had a parcel arrive this week.
1: I did, yes. It's finally arrived. The uh, Milan, Nevada hero, bull T-Rex maquette from The Lost World, Jurassic Park. And I gotta say, it's absolutely beautiful. Um,. Unfortunately, Customs was a little rough with it, so the leg came a little busted up, but I was able to glue it back together. But the paint, Milan's work on it is absolutely incredible. I'm looking at it right now, and there's not a thing that could possibly change be changed about it. You no. Know?
0: Mm.
1: All right, it's got the paint just perfect. It's absolutely wonderful looking.
0: Yeah, you're pretty quick to get some photos out there and everywhere. <laughs> but, um, yeah. It, it, I was that, yeah, it's a fantastic looking paint job, and it is a, it is a shame that uh, it was damaged up a little bit by customs, but when I got my uh, Horizon Brachiosaur sent to me, the uh, the sender actually broke the neck and arms and tail off, so it'd be easy to ship. Oh. Yeah, I was not happy about that at all. Where's your
1: owner from?
0: Ah, uh, just a collector here, on the other side of the country. He um he painted it all up and made it all look nice, and then yeah decided that uh, because it was a big awkward piece to ship, he uh, broke the bits pointing outwards off to uh, make it easier and fit it in a box. Which yeah yeah no that's that's good to see, and uh, I can't wait to see some more photos of it out and about.
1: I am definitely going to be taking some um, comparison photos that I have. Uh, based on the actual uh, the actual photos of the actual prop, I'm gonna be taking photographs of mine and then just comparing it. You know.
0: Mhm. Yep. Yeah. You need to get the trailers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do. <laughs> I should get uh, some of the Kenner trailers. That'd be awesome. Then I saw on um, Hatchling Studios they're fan they're a fan. Um, Web page on Facebook that does Cust- Jurassic Park Customs that they're making a female from the att- uh, Camp Attack. Oh, okay. And, and I was like, Oh man, that would go great with uh, with the T Rex I just got. But unfortunately, it's a commission for a customer, and that's actually making them in mass.
0: Oh, okay. No, that's a shame. Yeah,
1: I know. I was, I was all excited for a second there.
0: <laughs> that's all, that's, that's collecting, all part of uh, pairing, pairing figures up and uh, mm-hmm. completing lines.
1: What is that? It's a, it's a high hide. It's a high hide. You know, you go up and you hide. High.
0: goes up to where the trees are and keeps the researchers out of harm's way. You know. uh, actually, it put them in a very convenient biting height. But uh, enough about that for now. Um, David, you ready to get into 41? Sure. Rightio. As we enter minute 40 of the Lost World, Roland and RJ are on a rocky outcrop looking down at the T-Rex nest, the baby chewing flesh from a skeleton. Roland tells RJ that the nest is upwind, and so are they, and the male's going to know they're there before they even have a chance. As we start minute 41 of the Lost World, Rowan tells R.J. that the trick is to get him to come to where we want him. At 40 minutes and 9 seconds, we cut to night time. The baby T-Rex is chained up in a dry creek bed, crying out into the night. As the baby continues to cry out, we get a shot of Rowan and R.J. high up in a tree, looking down over the dry creek bed, waiting, watching. At 40 minutes and 31 seconds, we cut to a small gurgling waterfall and reveal the hunters camp. As we pan across from a ridge, we see Sarah and Nick looking for binoculars down at the camp as vehicles are being parked, hunters setting up equipment and tents. At 40 minutes and 54 seconds, we get Malcolm saying, This is what happened. wanted you here so fast. He knew they were coming. At 40 minutes and 58 seconds, while Eddie looks down over the camp through a binocular, he says, My God, they are well organized. And ascends minute 41 of The Lost World. Not a lot happening here. We get the last little bit of the uh, Rex nest. Roland showing his experience again. Um, he knows he has to lure the Rex out into a location he can control. Um, and the trick is to get him to come to where we want him. Mm-hmm. They're going to lure the Rex away from the nest. And... Um, Unsure if he's planning on luring the one out, or if they're both going to come. But I suppose that's why two of them are there, and two of them have got rifles.
1: Yeah, because uh, when they do bring them, when they do bring the baby to the trailers, both parents do show up. Mm. You know. Yeah. I'm just curious about how they actually got that little biter to uh, get to the to get to their trap because for the um, in Roland's traps, uh, the set there uses a lot of the same set pieces as the, um, uses a lot of the same set pieces as the temporary base camp that they have closer to the end of the movie, where they're all sleeping in those tents. Just the same river rock and some of the same logs and grasses and stuff.
0: That was and a, so- um, yeah, that's a note I've got here. Um, obviously the creek bed, and wondering if it was the same creek bed as the Stegosaur stuff earlier, but um, I can't recall where that, Camp set up at the end was set. If it was on a stage or if it was on location.
1: Well, that was there was a uh, That was definitely a set. Yep. But anyway, I'm, I'm rambling. Um, getting back to my main point, I'm curious how they got that uh, little guy to uh, the that creek bed there. Because I mean, we see him when he's almost healed. Uh, he's able to stand on his own two legs in the. Uh, bowels of the SS Venture and devours Ludlow. So we know he can be a little hunter if he so chooses. That baby.
0: Even the scene before, he's standing there in the middle of the nest, sort of chewing on a on some meat. So uh-huh. um, he doesn't. He's not as defenseless as he seems. But no. there are there are a couple. There's a cutscene previous to uh, where we get Roland and Ludlow here looking over it. or we. We first cut to the baby, he's chained up, crying out in the night. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Digging at the ground with his leg, making a little hole there, which is a good. And the animatronic's working really well here, too.
1: Oh, yeah, it does. The animatronic works beautifully here.
0: Yeah. But um, the, the cutscene, and there's, there's a couple of different ways um, the script was leading into this. Um, mm
1: mm-hmm.
0: Now, the cut scene, are you, you're familiar with, with it? Because I've sort of got me wise-crossed a little bit. mm um, um, Uh,
1: because
0: Ludlow's Ludlow's been drinking because of the... uh, sort of Mm -hmm. celebrating early because of the uh, hunt and their success. Mm -hmm.
1: Broke out of of a bottle of scotch after a good day.
0: Yep. (laughs) Yep. Um, Now, in in one of the scripts, he's sort of talking... He's there talking to the baby as he's drunk Mm -hmm. um, about how how much more of a profit it would be than any other animal. um, How they can... uh, give it, because he's arguing with Roland, Roland's like, it's a growing predator, um, you can't just chain up in a zoo, and Ludlow's yeah. all like, no, we can give it growth inhibitors, and all this stuff, to sort of make it, only not grow to full adulthood, I'm imagining, um,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, the script, the earlier script, the scene kind of plays out in two ways, the first script, um, they both kind of start the same way, with Roland coming up to, ro- uh, or I'm sorry, Ludlow coming up to Roland, little drunk. Uh, got he's got a tin cup and a, and a bottle of scotch in his hands. Now, and this is about where it uh, departs from each other. In their first script, the baby chomps down on Ludlow's boot, mm-hmm. and Ludlow, in anger, grabs Roland's gun and just busts him in the leg with it, yep. breaking the leg. But in this, and this is the version that was filmed, the, the later script an animal scurries out from under the brush, I don't know if it's a compie or what, they don't say, but um, it scurries out from under the brush and scares Ludlow, and so he falls on the leg. And in both instances, uh, in both scripts, Roland gets absolutely furious with uh, Ludlow, and uh, you can kind of see that's where where, um, Ludlow's, characterization as just some incompetent fool, drunkard uh, foolish businessman gets sealed as well as Roland's characterization as the true leader.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. there's one... There's one... Um, it's written somewhere that he punches him, doesn't it? Roland punches Ludd on the head and he, he, he stumbles back and... Or he, he punches him after he's broken the baby's leg. I, I don't remember. remember that. Oh, okay. That might be just head cannon. <laughs> Because, yeah, uh, there's, there's, as you said, there's, there's a scene that was filmed and there's a couple of ways it was written. Um, I like that the, the couple are just sort of merging together for me, but um, it's sort of abrupt, too, when that, that creature sort of rushes the bushes and he takes a step back and stands on its leg and then Roland sort of growls at him, oh, you idiot, you've broken its leg, look what you've done. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: It sort of doesn't really go much past there. There's... But it also um, asks the question of how far away from the hunters' camp is this? If Ludlow can just stumble out with his bottle of scotch, it, it, it can't be
1: that far. Because remember the um, when the camp uh, starts on fire and the um, and the uh, vehicles start blowing up, the one Hummer uh, smashes down into the tree that Ludlow mm. and I'm sorry, that Roland and Ajay are sitting in.
0: Yeah. Which, so
1: it was probably just over a uh, line of trees or something across
0: from them. Which again sort of brings up their deciding to put this trap here so close to the camp. Um, because as, it looks like a, a dry creek bed, so there's two ways the animals could approach, either in front of them or behind them. Um, mm-hmm. You'd think they'd be able to smell them on approach.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a 50-50 shot which way they come. It's not really... Um, haven't made the best of the situation, I'll say.
1: No. Um, another thing is, um, in the concept art, and I'll post this one up, uh, it actually shows that Roland's trap is literally just across from, like, a really shallow, uh, thin creek from the camp. Okay. And in this piece of concept art, you can see the baby laying there in the moonlight as the hunters are fleeing from the burning camp.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we, uh, then we cut to a panning shot of the uh, hunters' camp itself. We get uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a waterfall. Um, yeah,
1: I, I, I always love that little waterfall. It's just like a such a nice little touch. Shows yeah. you that how foolish these guys are. They've set their camp up right on a creek bed, right on a right next to a heavily used water source, and it's just I mean they're all going to be sleeping in damp mud. You know.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the mm-hmm. thing. This is all shot on a set too, which is on a big sound yeah. stage. Um, yeah. But you've got the little waterfall to make it look like it's an outside area. Um, as mm-hmm. we pan across the camp, there's uh, some large puddles that the hunters are walking yeah. through, carrying equipment. Um mm-hmm. it Makes me wonder if maybe it rained sometime between the roundup and now. Um, mm-hmm. Or just, or just again, it's a dried-up creek bed and there's sort of some large puddles around or, or something like that. Um, but it just yeah. sort of adds to the atmosphere of, no, this is on the mm-hmm. island. Um, and the little waterfall sort of helps that out a lot. And, um, yeah. and Roland says later on, we're not going to stay next to a heavily used water source. Well, they're doing that now, but, um,
1: exactly.
0: Yeah. But, because um,
1: Nick gets across a, like a, stream or, like, a, some small body of water in order to get the baby T-Rex from the trap back to the um, Mercedes that he has parked. Yeah, you
0: know? well, yeah, we'll get to that when we get there, but it doesn't seem like the most direct path to... Uh, no. If they're on a ridge, and all of a sudden he's going through a small body of water to get back to the Mercedes.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, that's... And speaking of ridge, that um, that... Cliff face that they're all hanging off of. I know a lot of people who thought that this was originally filmed at um, the Patrick's Point location because that cliff face looks so similar.
0: Yeah. Is not,
1: and there's a, there's a behind the scenes photos of Spielberg filming um, on the soundstage, and you can clearly see it's a soundstage. And I'll post those up. Post those up. I'm sorry. Yeah, Something. well they
0: got the crane. They got the crane in there too to lift the vehicles up later when they flip over and. Um... Uh huh. And it's sort of it's it's definitely the way it's shot. Um, it's a lot darker, um, and there's that bit of a mist in the air as well. Well, they got a bit of fog in there, um, yeah, just to hide like the production stuff.
1: Yeah, like we mentioned in the previous minute, um, Spielberg does a good job of kind of hiding the fact that uh, he uses sets in this movie, and so you really get the feeling this is all one inclusive island. There's no it's not like Jurassic Park 3 where you can see, oh, that's filmed on location, oh, that's filmed on a set. Mm. It's very, it merges very well together.
0: Yep, yep. But we uh, we get a good look at the hunters' camp here. Um, several tents set up. There's a welder going on near the uh, the main command tent in the middle. Um, yeah. Gas generators right. with um, telescopic halogen lights lighting mm-hmm. the area, which. Where is all this stuff coming from? <laughs> it definitely didn't come in by helicopters. Um, and still led me to believe that uh, the venture's at the dock and they've been supplied a second crew's come in and set up camp, but um, we'll get to why that's not going to happen a little bit later. Um,
1: and see, I noticed that this camp is uh, really divided into two sections here. It's got the um, main, like, their sleeping section with all the two rows of tents and campfires and all kinds of stuff and then they have the kind of less well lit less um kind of like less trampled, I suppose, area where they have all the dinosaur cages.
0: Mm. Yep. And we see the uh there's a Hummer Park next to the tent with a big satellite dish on it. Um
1: mm-hmm.
0: and before we cut away there's a there's a unibog being reversed into a line to park. And um in the bottom left, there's a there's a hunter doing something. It looks like a square red table with a bit of uh, paper on it, but he's mm-hmm. he's doing something there. And there's some fuel drums around it, so I don't know if he's like taking inventory of the fuel or, or what's happening there. But um, again, just attention to detail. There's stuff happening everywhere um, yeah. in this camp.
1: Yeah, it's it's a it's a good scene, but all of them are. <laughs> mm.
0: Um, and then we get, we get Malcolm's team looking down on the activity from above. Mm-hmm. Um, they're on a small little ridge looking down on the camp. Um, Eddie's got a uh, monocular, which is probably night vision. Um, mm-hmm. And Eddie's got the, oh, Eddie, Nick's got the set of binoculars from earlier. Um, and we get Malcolm, this is why happened am in such a hurry to get you here. You knew they were coming. Eddie's looking down at camp and says uh, they're well organised with a bit of a Mm -hmm. surprise on his face, and we get the reply, well, the second part of his, uh, his comments in the next minute, but, um, yeah, it's just, I just love this whole camp set, Um, so much going on, so much to look at, Um, probably one of the scenes I'd love to see in high def, just to make out what's happening everywhere.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. If I can get my Blu-ray working on my uh, computer, I can't get the... Someone brought my computer monitors and high-tech enough. I don't feel like buying a new one, but if I can get that working with a different cord, I would definitely love to just screen cap the heck out of the scene mm. and just see what everybody's doing, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, because it's one you definitely need to watch a couple of times. Just You've got the world there doing something near the tent. Um, you've mm-hmm. got vehicles parking. Um, as you said, you've got the animal cages at the far end. Um, that hunter doing whatever he's doing, even just then when I was watching, you can see the, uh, a silhouette of another hunter unpacking his stuff in one of the tents as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's sort of, it's all crammed in this little clearing, which is one good thing. A lot of, uh, sort of camps you see on safaris, they got, like, okay, all the tents are lined up in one area, all the mm-hmm. vehicles are lined up in another, um, and a lot of it's just sort of standard stuff it's not real vehicles where here you've got vehicles reversing lights are still on mm-hmm. um, and it's sort of it's mirrored a lot from the earlier script too where uh, while they're looking down over the over the camp it's described as vehicles in a mechanic area repair shop getting repairs from the days of activities um, the dinosaurs are all clearly stacked in another area um, and then you've got tents set up around fires and that so But there are also some hunters carrying some boxes over towards the tent as well, which we'll get to uh, what they're up to in the next minute.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Before we do get heavy, Dave, you've been doing a great job on the Facebook page, posting up some photos and behind-the-scenes stuff over there. So if you want to see some of the stuff we're talking about, head over to the the Lost World Minute Facebook page. Um, Dave, I assume you're posting the same stuff up on Instagram as well. I am, yeah. Yep, that's great. We're getting some um, interaction with fans over there, and it's good to see. You. We love talking to you about uh, about the film and about the stuff here we're talking about. So, yeah, thank you, and go and check those out. So, Dave, if there's anything you want to bring up for 41 before we get heavy. I think we're good. Rightio. All right, guys. Let's get the hell out of here. Contact details are on the website, thelostworldminute.com. Email feedback to the lost world at gmail.com, Facebook The Lost World Minutes. Twitter at thelostworldminutes and Instagram thelostworldminutes. Easy to remember. Yeah, yep, yeah, very easy to remember. Right. <laughs> uh, David, thank you for joining me for this recording. Welcome. And uh, we'll be back. I've been Brad. I'm Dave. And uh, we'll talk to you all later.
1: Goodbye. Talk to you later. Bye. It is absolutely imperative